This is the uh, final reading for December 24th morning mass, mass in the morning. Uh, Entrance Antiphon from Galatians chapter 4 verse 4. Behold, when the fullness of time had come, God sent his son into the world. So I'm going to read from the uh, book I've been using, Favorite Prayers from the Imitation of Christ. Let me see here. Awaiting the Lord. Dear Lord, when I recall the wonders you have wrought, even spiritual comforts become spiritual comforts become burdensome to me. For as long as I do not behold you, O Lord, in all your glory, nothing that I hear or see in this world means anything to me. O my God, you are my witness that nothing can comfort me, nor can any creature bring me rest, except for you, my God, whom I long to see for all eternity. However, this is impossible as long as I remain in this mortal life. Therefore, I must be determined to be very patient and to submit submit myself to you in all my desires. Your saints who now rejoice with you in the kingdom of heaven had to wait during their lifetime in faith and with much patience for the coming of your glory. What they believed, I believe. What they hoped for, I hope for. And where they now enjoy your presence, I trust that through your grace, I too shall be permitted to share that joy. Until then, strengthened by the example of your saints, I will walk in faith. I also shall have your sacred scriptures to comfort me and to instruct me in the life I must lead. Above all those comforts, I will have your most sacred body for my special remedy and refuge. Dear Lord, in this life, there are two things I particularly need and without which this miserable existence would be unbearable. Food and light. Knowing my weaknesses, you have given me your sacred body for the nourishment of my own soul and body, and your word is a lamp to my feet. Without these two, I cannot live. The life you wish me to lead, for the word of God is the light of my soul, and your sacrament is the bread of life. These may be called the two tables in the treasury of the church. One is the table of the holy altar, which reposes the holy bread, the precious body of Christ. The other is that of the divine law, which contains holy doctrine, instructs us in the true faith, and leads us securely even beyond the inner veil, wherein is the Holy of Holies. Come quickly, we pray, Lord Jesus, and do not delay, that those who trust in your compassion may find solace and relief in your coming.
who live and reign with God the Father in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. First reading is Second Samuel chapter 7, verse 1 to 5, 8, 12, 14, 16. The kingdom of David shall, shall endure forever in the sight of the Lord. A reading from the second book of Samuel. When King David was settled in his palace, and the Lord had given him rest from all his enemies on every side, he said to Nathan the prophet, Here I am living in a house of cedar, while the ark of God dwells in a tent. Nathan answered the king, Go do whatever you have in mind, for the Lord is with you. But that night the Lord spoke to Nathan and said, Go tell my servant David. Thus says the Lord, Should you build me a house to dwell in? It was I who took you from the pasture and from the care of the flock to be commander of my people, Israel. I have been with you <clears throat> wherever you went, and I have destroyed all your enemies before you, and I will make you famous like the great ones of the earth. I will fix a place for my people Israel. I will plant them so that they may dwell in their place without further disturbance. Neither shall the wicked continue to afflict them, as they did of old since the time I first appointed judges over my people Israel. I will give you rest from all your enemies. The Lord also reveals to you that he will establish a house for you. And when your time comes and you rest with your ancestors, I will raise up your heir after you, sprung from your loins, and I will make his kingdom firm. I will be a father to him, and he shall be a son to me. Your house and your kingdom shall endure forever before me. Your throne shall stand firm forever. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Psalm 89. Forever will I sing the goodness of the Lord. The favors of the Lord I will sing forever. Through all generations my mouth shall proclaim your faithfulness. For you have said, My kindness is established forever. In heaven you have confirmed your faithfulness. Forever I will sing the goodness of the Lord. I have made a covenant with my chosen one. I have sworn to David, my servant. Forever I will confirm your posterity and establish your throne for all generations. Forever I will sing the goodness of the Lord. He shall say of me, You are my Father, my God, the Rock, my Savior. Forever I will maintain my kindness toward him. My covenant with him stands firm. Forever I will sing the goodness of the Lord. That scene, the what we read with in Second Samuel, is is um, is basically 
one of the promises of of, uh, of the messianic prophecies that is fulfilled in Jesus Christ. You know, you you read it, uh, son of David, son of Abraham. The promise that there will be an everlasting king. The promise of of a savior, of a king, of a redeemer who will save and restore creation back to what it was supposed to be. And that was fulfilled. That was fulfilled. And his kingdom will be an everlasting kingdom. This is the hope of of every human being. The hope of everyone in Israel, but it it has become the hope, a universal global hope. And we have this It doesn't look like it now to many people because the way things are, um, the way the situation is in the world, but the name of Jesus has not been forgotten. The salvation has not been forgotten. And... I think many ways you're going to see more of it. You're going to see more people and coming into that salvation. I guarantee the next couple of years, it's going to grow more. People are desperate. People, I think uh, we reached a point in our civilization where we've stretched out We're stretched out to the limit. Our hopes are stretched out. Technology has been stretched out. Uh, Science has stretched out to the limit. Uh, Politics has been stretched out to the limit. I mean, we're living at a crossroads. We're at a point now where people are, you know, they're they're not seeing the promise of technology, the promise of a utopia the promise of a of a better world science is not doing it anymore we'll say materialism is not doing it anymore so you know people are going to be looking to something else there has to be more meaning to life there has to be more meaning than the next cell phone the next show on Netflix, the next show on Amazon, the the next fashion statement, the, the next art phase. Uh, there has to be more. So, we'll see. Alleluia, alleluia. O radiant dawn, Splendor of eternal light, Son of justice, come and shine on those who dwell in darkness and in the shadow of death. Alleluia, alleluia.
Reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. Daybreak from on high has visited us. Chapter 1, verse 67 to 79. This is the uh, the prayer of Zechariah. Zechariah, his father, filled with the Holy Spirit, prophesied, saying, Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, for he has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his prophets he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham to set us free from the hand of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins in the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. So, for uh, this week, we're seeing... Um, I would say the readings are extremely pro-life, extremely pro-family, extremely pro-hope. And because our faith, our religion is all about hope. It's about salvation. It's about redemption. And we've seen the birth um uh, now our, the forerunner and we're going to witness the experience, the readings that will talk about the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We are definitely a pro-life religion, pro-family religion. And another important thing about it is that our faith has to be proclaimed. We can't keep it to ourselves. We can't um, keep it behind closed doors. Our faith is a proclamation. The gospel is a proclamation. It is um, meant to go out to to witness, to bring it to other people, to bring it to people who need to hear about salvation, need to hear about um, hope. We need to do that. That's that's the whole point of our of our faith. Without it, we, if we don't do it, um, we're pretty much it's pretty much useless. We're we're useless. Our faith is meant to be lived out, and um, it's sad. It's sad because what especially was going on with Father Frank Provone and the fact that he was just laicized, and he's told that he was he's the pro-life priest. He's the priest for life. Now he's not Father Frank Provone. He's Mr. Frank Provone. 
and he's told that he cannot argue his case, that um, he cannot appeal it. And um, I think there's going to be, um, he's not going to give up. And I think this is going to definitely, I think, um, put the, the Vatican in a negative light. He's, you know, as far as I'm concerned, he seems to be uh, genuine. Of course, he may have his faults, and I'm sure uh, we'll see. But our faith is a pro-family faith. It is a pro-life faith. I'll, you know, the, we, we're going to see it. We're going to hear more uh, about this. I think it's going to, things are going to start, we're going to see things maybe get a little bit more tough, more difficult in 2023. Um, we'll find out. I mean, a lot of times we just don't know. We don't know what's around the corner. We have no control over it. We have to put our faith in the hands of our Lord. He knows. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now at the hour of our death. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen.